you doing? I'll tell you what you're doing. You're listening to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. Either you are, or I'll be skipping rope with your entrails. Ta-ta. This is the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. Your source for lore and so much more. Adventurers, welcome back to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. This is your host, Tom. I'm here with Lotus of Doom, and we are covering yet another episode where we are taking on a bunch of Daedra creatures and trying to explain them to you as best we possibly can. And this week, Lotus, we have a bunch of bugs and spiders and stuff. Yeah, we kind of, and a bunch is probably a good way of putting this, because we've been doing like four at a time, but these aren't super descriptive, and there's a ton of them. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, we're just getting into it. Like, we have all of these. How do you say it again? It's uh, so, not, it's, a, it's a skein. Or skein. A, yeah, it's like a skein, like a skein of yarn, apparently. Right. Yeah. So, like skein beetles and scorpions and spiders. S K E I N. So, it's not skein, it's skein. And it's that word specifically because a skein is a length of thread or yarn or like spider silk and this is very related to spiders and bugs and mafala and giant spiders and the the webs and that they weave metaphorically and physically all of this really on the nose metaphor once you find out the reason to it right right so yeah there's we're getting into a bunch of bugs and as we normally do we go through this we've been going alphabetically through and just so happens that all of these skine beetles and scorpions and things are all under s for or skein skein beetles i always want to say skine yeah i know i for the longest time i did until someone corrected me and i was like oh that makes sense now yeah and then we've got uh skitar and spider daedra and the spider kith all in this episode so let's let's kick it off i'm as usual, we pull a lot of information from the UESP in order to give us kind of an overview, but then we're going to delve a little bit deeper with some other details and things. But to kick this off, let's talk about the skein beetle, which are also known as skein shulks, S-A-S-H-A-L-K-S. Uh, they're, go ahead. Big beetles. Big, it's it's big Elder beetles. Scrolls big beetle speech. <laughs> yeah, with like bigger legs than most beetles have. Yeah. Um, and they are Daedric imitations of Nern's beetles. They're associated with Mephala and they are said to use their pointed proboscis to drain a victim of their blood. So they're blood sucking beetles. They're like mosquito beetles. Yeah, they, they've got that little front horn thing, kind of like a rhinoceros, and they just jam it into you and apparently drain your blood. Yeah, and if you look, I've got a picture up on the screen. So just a reminder, if you want to check us out on YouTube, we're we're there. You can look up the video there. You can also join us live in uh, on Twitch. Hi, chat. Welcome to the show. Uh, I've got the picture up on the screen right now, and you can see, if you, if you look at the, this little guy's face, little this big little guy's face, uh, he's got some little man, some big old pointy mandibles in there as well. I think it's horrific. Uh, uh, yeah, if you saw one of these crawling on your back porch, you would probably call, I don't know, pest control. Pest control? What would pest no, control do? No, you could do? call the fire Animal. department because you burnt your house down at that point. <laughs> you just burned the house down. Just move. Just no. move. It's done. Yep. You're Salt done. the earth. <laughs> You're done. But these are the size yep. of like small dogs or bigger. They're, yeah. Yeah, I feel like this is bigger than boots would be. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, these are... I feel like the beetle would have uh, have some size on on my dog. Yeah, Outlander Frog in chat says I'm I'm picking up the broom. Uh, <laughs> I don't think the broom's going to do much against this guy. He's got he's got armor for days. Like, yeah, you the could shoot this thing. thing. Looks like it's about the size of a broom. Oh my god, you could shoot this thing with uh, <laughs> 45, and hopefully, maybe it would go <laughs> through the carapace. Wound it. Yeah, maybe. Potentially, I mean, the impact from the bullet would do more than the actual puncture of the bullet, right? Like, maybe yeah, you break thing a leg. Is awful. Yeah. Um, and big giant mega beetles are like a thing in the series, anyways. And as we had in a couple other episodes, this is going to be one of those ones where it's a little bit like, here are the Daedric interpretations of a thing that already exists in the world, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. these creatures already are pretty horrific, like that are just floating around, whether you have the assassin beetles or the magma shocks or whatever. And now you have one that's like demonically charged because why not? Right. Yeah. Like if you turn one of these in, into a demon and then like increased its size by like a hundred times, like this is yeah. what you get. Uh, so let's move on to the next one. There's the skein scorpion. So if beetles, beetles <laughs> are usually not very terrifying. They're pretty docile little bugs. They don't, you don't really worry about beetles like getting on you. You know, they're not, they're not, it's not going to traumatize but you're you. not. Yeah, it's probably not going to immediately try to poison you to death. Right. So let's uh, let's turn this up a notch and talk about the scorpions, <laughs> which also are giants. They're also associated with Mafala uh, and they are preferred companions of the Death Weavers, the Knights of the Spider Cult. So they keep these little guys around like, I don't know, like little pets, big pets. I mean, we're talking so here. I putting don't think up little on screen. classifies for these things anymore because they look uncomfortably large. Yeah, that's uh, OK. That is the size of a what? What? What would you say this is the size? I, of? I, so size wise, at least comparable when you find them like in game, they're almost like the size of you. So they're probably yeah. like if you go from front claw area to i don't know tip of the tail like if you the if you, thing's if you gotta be out. about seven feet long yeah right so the tail goes up and the, the top of the tail uh, just like a scorpion yeah. is about the height of a person yeah so, so it's like you know that thing's got to be like seven feet long because you're going to lose some as it curl like curves up uh -huh. and if it's as tall as you basically it's like you lay that flat and it's probably got like another foot where yeah that thing's horrifying right and they're wide they've got the legs that come out they've got the big old pinchers these things probably are at least 300 pounds if yeah. not more and and again because the theme of this don't forget they're also daedric creatures so they're hor horrible like nightmare versions of already horrible right. nightmare version right right so you have the um the big gigantic pinchers you've got all the eyes but then of course you have all these like spiky little parts that stick out you know on, even on the legs along the back uh the the stinger on the back has a middle prong but then two side prongs that are even longer than the middle prong not yeah not pleasant like yeah, that thing yeah the the tail almost looks like it would like other than just go for a stinging motion, the side prongs look like they would like grab you to can like to pin you in place for the stabbing. Oh, absolutely. Really just yeah. magnified horror. Yeah. Those things could wrap around your throat while the yeah, middle yeah, exactly. thing stabs all the way through your neck. Like that's yeah. how big these are. It's like when you pop the top off a dandelion or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Except that's the end of your adventure. Right. right. You took a. A skein scorpion to the face. Oh, oh, yeah. No, it, it could stab right through your head with that 
Oh, all right. So let's move on. Let's ramp it up a little bit more. Scorpion's pretty creepy. I know spiders. A lot of people don't like spiders. And when they're nice and big and nasty and Daedric, that makes them even worse because now we have skein spiders, uh, which yeah. again, associated with Mafala, surprise, uh, they're often summoned by the spider kith minions, which we'll talk about later. And they are the most common denizens of the spiral skein and can be fiercely loyal pets. So these are like the good, good, good little, you know, doggy friends. Like you, you and I have dogs. Uh, yeah. How would you like to have one of these? Hanging out, you know, taking care of, taking for walks. What? I feel like I also love in this picture of one on the UESP. There is a corpse next to it. Uh, oh, yes, there is. A, there is a dead person's legs <laughs> next to this thing, and it, it definitely puts the uh, the spider in perspective because that the spider is the size of a person. It's bigger than the person laying on the ground. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Red yeah. glowing eyes. Um, yeah. Of course, you know, think about the there are different kinds of spiders in uh, in Florida. We have these wolf spiders, which get really big, like the size of your hand. Big, yeah. Those real things are big. Right. Not a fan of those. Yeah. And they've got like really jagged legs. They're pretty docile. They'll hang just hang in trees. And uh, I worked at a camp one summer and they, these things would create their webs at night. The webs would be three, four, five feet across up in trees. And you'd see these guys just like hanging out during the day. They never attacked anybody. I don't think they're poisonous, but just the angular legs and the size of them. Yeah. Now take something like that with really angular legs, but a more bulbous round body. Yeah. They, um, like Scale black widows. Yeah. This is just triggering everybody with arachnophobia, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Warning. But yeah, they're, the body's like super, super round. Uh, these these dudes uh, they'd make a pop if you if you well I guess you'd have to be a giant to step on one of these things because it's absolutely enormous for a spider. But. Yeah, I mean, if you giant step, I bet they I bet they squish real good when yeah. a giant steps on them. Yeah, I mean, I, there's got like that big old body. There's got to be a ton of goo that just goes just squishes it's like throwing a watermelon down the stairs. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, like a giant watermelon. Yeah. All right. So we've got one more. Awful. If uh, if Just creatures, awful. <laughs> yeah, we have one more one more skein creature. If uh, if these things are not scary enough, the ones that we've talked about are all uh, ground bound. They don't fly. But what if you took something horrifying like this and you gave it wings? Well, you might end up with a skein wasp, which is very similar to the rest. It's gigantic. It yeah. uh, it, it these are associated with Mafala and. Oh, dear Lord, the, the wings, the wingspan on these things are like a human's arms reach out. Right. But then yeah, you have. This, yeah. The wasps oh. can get enormous in this game as well, like all forms of wasp. And again, just with the theme of all the skein things. OK, cool. This one's demonic <laughs> because it's a Daedra version. And uh, yeah, it, th again, this is like. This would be kind of like my corgi with wings, like because it's just like it, it's literally like you're, you're thinking of an insect being small. And it's like, no, this is probably like a 30 pound. Like bug 30 pounds of bug you. flying 30 pounds of yeah. bug flying yeah. at you. The um the horn on the front is that's got to be the length of like a really long knife, at least. Yeah. Um. The and then the, the back, the little stinger on the back is like this giant giant barb on the you know the, ugh, and then all the legs and the big long legs hanging down uh also you know kind of demonic looking so yeah yeah that's that's yeah it's a 
Yet another nightmare creature. <laughs> Yet another nightmare creature. All right, so those those are all the skines. There's not a ton of extra info. We don't really know how they were made. Uh, along with yeah, so many of so- these other Daedra creatures, they're just <laughs> similar to the ones in Nern. But like, I guess the Daedra were like, "Hey, we want one too." So let's right. make a big scary so one. All of the skein creatures we just went over. Um, <laughs> it there. The four of those are only seen to date in the Elder Scrolls Online. They're kind of produced as like, a, okay, we need in a you know a, a generic type of evil enemy thing to fight. And when you're in any place that is corrupted, or you're in a area of oblivion, especially when you're dealing with like Mafala and stuff like that, this is your version of that. Like they needed to evil up some of the stuff that you would find in like Rotwood or something where it's like, okay, yeah, giant horrible bees and spiders and all this stuff. But like they they essentially made just Daedra versions of that to kind of vary the palette of enemies you're fighting type of thing. Yeah. But at the moment, you only see these in the Elder Scrolls Online specifically. Right, right. So we have another one. Remember the Inferniums we talked about? Yes. Well, there's a little centipede-like guys that are very similar to these called Skateris. I'm putting these up on the screen. This guy up on the screen too. And yeah, imagine a centipede with a bunch of uh, little horns in the front and a big old round chompy mouth kind of like what are those fish the little sucker fish that have the little mouths that are round with all the teeth on them you know what i'm talking about oh i know what you're talking why can't i they're yeah kinda, i, I do like know that. what you're talking about um yeah, yeah. these things are they're, they're they're, this this creature is smaller than all of the bugs we literally just described. But it's still not small by any means, right? Like, no, oh, like I, a lamprey. Yeah, yeah. Blinding yes, lamprey. Thank you, blinding vision. Yeah. That's exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, kind of like that. Um, they, they're, they're native to the Deadlands and Apocrypha. You run yeah, it looks them. like about the size of a snake, like a, like a garden snake or something. Yeah, a really small dog. Yeah, a small dog. Yeah, I mean, it would be a really big round snake because they're kind well, yeah, of thicker if, yeah, than a like snake a snake is. really likes to eat. Really fat snake. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's these guys, too, and they kind of fit in that same kind of group of like bug-like Daedra. And, uh, you know, you can see them in different places. But again, we don't have a ton of information about these either. So they're yeah. just on that list of like... <laughs> again, the, these are included and, and that's totally fine. But it's like, yeah, it's it's one of these things where like they're really not common. They're kind of actually just like, for the most part, you will see them kind of just skittering about in areas. They don't even attack you, if I'm not mistaken. Mm, Yeah, they may not be... I think these are neutral enemies. They're only in Elder Scrolls Online, but I, I believe these are actually a neutral enemy, like a if you see like a rat or something like that, and if you accidentally blast it, it will die and you can get like fishing bait off it but it won't do anything otherwise it's just part of the environment you can interact like it's a creature floating around and you can mess it up but it ain't gonna get you (laughs) right right so those aren't so terrible uh tell you what before we go to the mid break because those that first group was pretty fast we don't know a ton about them let's talk about spider daedra which you might think oh didn't we just talk like what skein spider isn't that similar spiders do we need no no that's not enough because we have actual humanoid spider creatures the spider daedra which are kind of like you know those like horse people from greek mythology centaurs where you have like human body animal lower half it's kind of like that but spiders And uh, here's what the UESP says. Spider Daedra, also called 
Perthan are semi-intelligent Daedra who appear as giant spiders with armored carapaces and humanoid torsos. They are associated with Mephala, of course, uh, though they can be seen serving other princes such as Molag Ball. Other Daedra such as Ariels may summon them to fight. Spider Daedra are capable of speech and some are willing to engage in relatively peaceful conversations with mortals. So they're intelligent enough to have conversations and they don't just look semi-human. They actually interact in ways that appear kind of humanish or, you know, personish. Right. And this, unlike the kind of last ones that were pretty easy to go over and everything like that, um, not that a spider Daedra is incredibly complicated to go over, but it's... Uh, this is not specific to Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, spider Daedra actually have been kind of a thing in the series for a while now. Mm -hmm. And um, they're similar to, I didn't look this up, but what the name of the creature is in Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, spider, person, D&D. &D. Looking it up real fast. Uh, Arachne. Okay. The, the Arachne, that's what they're called. Um, so yeah, this is, this is a... Uh, concept this is a design that goes all the way back to dungeons and dragons and may go further back than that i'm not 100 percent sure uh but it's it's not the most unique thing in the world to have a centaur like spider here's creature. a creature thing attached to a humanoid thing and then just smush them together um right or driders yeah rob the princess driders yeah there you go i just did a quick search on that thanks rob yeah that sounds right because i understand yeah. dd d, d, &D. <laughs> <laughs> so nodding politely there you go there you go um, what do you call it? So one of the things that, uh, like you said, they, they have the ability, you can talk to them, like not necessarily always, they're a little blood crazed in <laughs> many of the games and they're just kind of like there to kill you in like the Elder Scrolls 4 and a lot of the time in ESO. But um, one of the things, because again, I, I always love a good chance to talk about some of the weird games in the series, um, they're pretty prevalent at the, be well, toward the beginning of the game in the Elder Scrolls Legend of Battlespire. Um, there's just male versions of them, which normally you see them more female in the games. In more uh, recent it, games, yeah, they seem to yeah, be more Yeah, the more recent games, female. they yeah. tend to be, like, female presenting. Whereas in, in Battlespire, they're actually, like, kind of nasally dudes. <laughs> nasally <laughs> like they're, dudes? They're, they're, yeah, they're... they're, they're their voice is weird, which is a theme you might... I mean, of, those old games, everybody's voices. Yeah, weird. I was going to say, that's yeah. a theme you kind of probably have picked up from me anytime I talk about the old games. But um, they are, just like everything else in Battlespire, super horny. And most <laughs> of them will literally just hit on you when you talk to them. Which is super um, weird because that's way interspecies at that point, right? Oh, yeah. Like, I don't even know. That's, that's too many species being interspecies. <laughs> That's pretty weird. <laughs> but yeah, they, they, but all around, yeah, they are, they are super cringe when you talk to them mm -hmm. in, um, in the Elder Scrolls Battle Spire. The only thing that's weird is like, they're really jarring difficult. Like they're your first kind of jarring difficulty spike enemy that I found in Battle Spire. And then they kind of just get outclassed or whatever. But um, yeah, they, they've, they've been around for a while. And it's funny because they definitely were more talkative before uh, then it seems like they are now. Yeah, so that you can have some interaction with them, but stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. And there's they, some dungeons the, where they show up and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, but yeah, def definitely the uh, the male ones from Battlespire a little little cringe. Yeah, so Battlespire, Oblivion, and then mostly ESO after that. Uh, but I mean, a lot of these creatures, like we've talked about before, they kind of originated in Battlespire, and then they show up in the other games later. Yeah. 
Yeah. So here, there's a section about their behavior on the UESP. It says they are so fierce, unruly and irrational that not even Mafala's worshipers can trust them and they may not heed the spinner's commands. They've definitely got minds of their own due to their disobedience and willful reputation. Many sorcerers in Morrowind are unwilling to summon them. They're unstable, oversexed. Overstimulated, excitable, high strung and keeping them focused on on topic is con, uh, uh, in conversation is a diff- difficult task. Mortals view them as hateful, loathsome and lacking compassion, though befriending and jovial in conversation. And when lost in their realms of oblivion, find no other option but to come to them for help with their aid suspected to be part of a larger deception on behalf of, of their princess. Um, they are some of the more powerful Daedra with formidable melee and spellcasting abilities. They can spin webs, spit poison, and cast powerful storm spells. They can summon smaller spider Daedra, notice spiderlings, to aid them in battle. Uh, in my mind, they're just pooping out babies. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, they are literally crapping out little baby spiders. <laughs> right, little baby spiders. Uh, yep. <laughs> they, uh, they weave cocoons to ens- ensnare mortals, which are so resilient that they can only be broken from the outside. They are known to keep mortals as ornaments in their collections and scorseled in scorseled. That's oh, an interesting word. Yeah, in scorseled. Into that is a wow. Interesting word choice by whoever typed that. Yeah, into being thralls for their comfort and entertainment, as well as to provide sustenance to their spider children. So maybe Mm. those spiderlings are actually their babies and they're just feeding people to them. Yeah, yeah. Or throwing them at people like weapons. Sure, that too, right? Babies, (laughs) go eat, go. Yeah. Eat them. Feed. Spiders. Feed my children. Yeah, so um, I, I didn't even realize it was going to get into that as we went further. But yeah, I was <laughs> going to say, so there you go. That that goes along with what I was saying. It, it's interesting. They've kind of kept the same vibe going through all of the games, which mm-hmm. is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're, um, they're an interesting creature in the series. They also... When, when you're looking at the UESP or anywhere, but like, uh, since that's just kind of like our go-to and they're the degree of whether they're more humanoid or more creature is varied quite a bit too, which I find interesting. Yeah. Like, like this one on the screen right now has a very much a weird Daedric spider face. Yeah. Head. But then there's others that look very humanoid. I mean, they're right. clearly still they, spider, but they're, they're parts that look, you know, their faces. If you just saw their face, you wouldn't know for sure what race they were. Yeah, it's it's a little all over the place with how human or how spidery they actually are. Um, and I'm curious, it doesn't like there's no real clarification on anything like that that I can see, at least not that I remember from reading it. I'm kind of browsing over it again. I'm curious if it's just an aesthetic thing or does that lean into something? Like, is there a reason why, like, they are more or less arachnid or human? Yeah, like, sometimes there's like sub variants of groups or there right. are. And I'm just curious. Like, or... I mean, I mean, they might not have thought of this. It could, like I said, just be aesthetic, but it, it's kind of interesting. It's like, oh, well, you know. Are they more articulate if they're more humanoid, but are they stronger like magically if they're more 
bestial or, or something or like that. Or more ferocious, less likely to talk, you know. Like, less likely to talk. Yeah. Like So it's just kind of interesting because there is a pretty wide swath of, uh, like amongst their variety. They're all the same creature, but they look pretty different, which not even necessarily just from game to game because you always get some variations in the art based on technology of the games and the games themselves and stuff like that. Even with an ESO specifically, which is the most recent and long, like longest running one in the series, they're different even in that just that game. Like, yeah, there's so many variations. So, right. well, it's a fun thing. To, I'm sure from an artistic, an artistic perspective, as as an yeah, artist, you get a lot more to work with. There. There's a lot of fun stuff you can do with these kinds of creatures in in the design phase. So, yeah, I would imagine, you know, like, oh, do they have to have human faces? Well, what if they don't? What if they have human yeah, what bodies, but like more spidery face? Oh, that sounds right. really cool too. This one's bigger. Yeah, this one's, this one's bigger. This one's got really big, really big butt. This one's got really pointy legs. And this one has yeah. a really cool color pattern. You know, all that. You know, special armor in certain spots. You know, that kind right. of thing. Yeah, there's a lot of variety. Oh, so here's fun. Here's fun. Uh, fun note, Lotus. Did you know that they were initially intended to have hands in Battlespire, but Mark Jones gave them claws instead for a praying mantis-like look. They were later given hands in subsequent games. So if you check this out, if you look at the um, the image on the UASP of the male spider Daedra from directly from the game, notice that it, it's got like no hands. It has arms, yeah. but then they go directly into spider-like. I don't know, claws, pointy yeah, They also have limbs. less legs. They have less legs. Yeah, there's only six legs. I there's actually four didn't legs plus the originally. two arms. Yeah. Yeah. But then if you look at later ones, like the one from Oblivion definitely has human hands. And then the other ones, in fact, pretty much all the other ones in ESO, I believe, have actual human like weird. Hands. I actually never noticed this one that. almost has like Wolverine claws. They're very pointy fingers. Sure, but they're still yeah, oh yeah, that one definitely. But but they're still like hands as opposed to literal like front spider limbs front spider legs yeah 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 so Weird. okay so that's fun um also some that is a really interesting little tid i never noticed that actually mm -hmm. um, who do you think does the battle spire guys uh, the battle spire um spider danger's hair though because i mean he's got that <laughs> 80s like blowout thing going well, that's true. That's true. Like somebody has you can't to do it with those. Like somebody has to do a haircut, right? Like he's got he's got. That's... Well, I guess maybe they're sharp, so maybe he just snips it and then combs it with his front Oof. pincers. Oof! I don't know how that works, but some they've got to have a hairdresser. I don't know. Maybe we should go visit the realms of oblivion and see if we can find anybody doing hair. Maybe for we should leave Daedra. that in the battle spire. <laughs> oh, right, there you go. All right. Well, that's a uh, that's Spider Daedra. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna go thank our patrons, uh, but don't go anywhere. All right, so everybody knows how VPN services and ExpressVPN can protect your privacy and security online, right? But did you know that there are some secret hidden benefits to using ExpressVPN, like unlocking movies and shows that are only available in other countries? So if you're like me, you probably enjoy watching shows on Netflix, for example. Well, with ExpressVPN, you can unlock the UK version of The Office or Parasite from South Korean Netflix. Over a hundred different countries. All you have to do is change your location and refresh Netflix or whatever, Hulu, BBC iPlayer, YouTube, you name it. In fact, when I set it up for myself, I was surprised at how easy it was. It just installs and then loads up and works. And it works on more than just PCs, phones, media consoles, smart TVs, and so much more. 
So if you want to access hundreds of new shows, use my link right now, expressvpn.com slash scrolls lore, and you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. That's expressvpn.com slash scrolls lore, expressvpn.com slash scrolls lore to learn more. We will be right back. This is Hamish Morak, Dragonborn, and you are educating yourself to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. Rob says they just wake up like that. They just wake up and their hair is just glorious. Just perfect. It's like the 1980s, 1990s main of like from a action well movie. actually how long do spiders usually live i don't think they live very long i mean they're in so maybe right? he only has to wake up and look like that like for a week and then he's dead. <laughs> that's it you don't have to get multiple <laughs> haircuts you just have to get the one perfect haircut <laughs> yeah um all right so here we are thank you to our patrons you guys are the ones who keep the show going and, and support us if we've done anything to help you get through your work day your commute or whatever if you want to check out the patreon at patreon.com slash elder scrolls lorecast and see all the different things that you can get that would be amazing uh also we have to shout out our newest patrons uh jacob p tib 999 ruloco willie b 529 blinding vision and dora p welcome to the patreon bunch of new people i hope you were enjoying Blinding vision chilling with us in chat yeah well thank you for joining here during the chat uh, i hope you're enjoying the ad free episodes or if you signed up and you can get stickers every three months or t-shirts every three months or join us on the patron chats i hope you're enjoying all of that stuff also we have to shout out our daedric princes princes which include blinding vision thank you blinding vision you get shout outs every week and kira c and sheogorth sweet roll currently our daedric prince tier patrons thank you so much for all of that also if you'd like to help us out in other ways you can leave a five-star review on apple podcasts and we'll read out your words on a future episode of the show that's a wonderful way to help plus you can rate the show on spotify or whatever other service you listen to this on or check out our youtube channel and subscribe to us over there lots of different ways that you can help us out and again we can't do this without you so thank you so much all right let's move on because we've got one more creepy spider-like creature to talk about here we go you're listening to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast, dear child of Sidis. That is why the Night Mother loves you. All right, so Lotus, we went through the ones that were all bug. Now we went through one that was like half bug, half person. What if we just have humanoids, but they still have spider in the name? Like spider yeah, kid. And they're just. It, it's like you took their skin and we're just like, you know what? Here's just some spider like wallpaper on your face. And that spider wallpaper <laughs> on your face. Spider now now you're a spider kid. Oh, they I mean, they're 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 very zombie like. They're weird. They're, they're very weird. Yeah, um, these things are strange. Uh, yeah. OK, so here, let's let's read the uh, the description in the UA, UESP, get people started, because if you ha if you don't remember what these look like, this will help you out. Spider Kith are intelligent humanoid Daedra that serve. Guess who? Mafala. They have webbed skin that appears almost desiccated, desiccated, which is like like almost like it's falling apart, I believe is what that means. Yeah, um, I think desiccation is like just like literally decomposing or right. just like 
that's the really zombie like crappy yeah. like literally crappy really crappy <laughs> like, skin <laughs> their veins glow dull red beneath their skin their skin can change or she can range in color not change range in color from navy to red red skin spider kith have glowing red eyes while darker spider kith have dull empty gray eyes few known spider kith have skin that is black like charcoal some spider kith have hair white or gray in color, but many do not. Some of them just don't have hair at all. So just like mortals, some have hair, some some don't. Uh, they are capable of speech and wield weapons and magic in combat as many other humanoid Daedra do. The spider kith can be seen commanding Daedra of lesser intelligence in the spiral skein. They can weave webs and are known to raise spiders. Of course, they keep. Of course, they keep spiders as like pets, like you and I do for dogs it's or cats. Just like the Mafala offshoot episode. Yeah, yeah, very much. Uh, they treat their arachnids as a mortal might treat pets, livestock, or children, and oft refer to their spider charges as their brood. You know what? This is so close because, like, my wife's like our little dogs, our babies, right? Oh, the babies, yeah. like. Your little babies. And it's like, if you think about that hard enough, that's super weird that like humans would have dogs as babies. Like that's <laughs> like same kind of thing here, right? Like humanoid yeah. looking Daedra, spiders, eh, still, they probably call them their babies. Yeah, they're just super attached to their little spiders. Yeah, uh, they are known to feed on mortal flesh. Apart from raising spiders, capable spider kith mages can also summon them from the spiral skein. All spider kith can project poison at their prey with a technique known as the spider kith kiss. Give you a kiss of poison. That's, I mean, it's no. almost Valentine's Day. Oh, see, that's why we actually picked this. <laughs> mm hmm. That's the real reason right there. Yeah. Um, the spider kith are cruel and observant. Unfortunate mortals may find themselves suffering a slow, painful death within a spider kith's web. Their sense of smell and touch is often more than enough to sense a mortal's presence. They can rely upon keen senses to detect the slightest movement, the smell of sweat and blood, or the feel of someone's body heat to know that prey is nearby. Oh, man. Okay, so those things are pretty advanced hunters. <laughs> these are these are like um, I mean, just uh, here. Let's take a look at some of them. You've got uh, this one in the picture, and I know for those of you who don't have the visual version, we'll describe some of it. They have they're very zombie-like. You look at their skin, and it looks like the skin is just kind of barely staying on. But then yeah, it, it's they're it equipped. Is, it's, it's sort of like the Draugr skin. Um, but you see, it's like it almost looks like it's just so like deflated down. Um, yeah, you can kind of see the bones underneath it. Right. Like it's all like really, like kind of barely hanging on to it's the. It's like dehydrated. Dehydrated. Yeah, dehydrated. Uh, but um, but their equipment is very it's very mortal like or or like some of these other intelligent daedra like they have they have armor and clothing they wear you know gowns or pants or shirts they they have weapons uh, axes. And swords and staves, staves, maybe. Is that the way you say that? Uh, <laughs> staves, bows. I guess, yeah. They can use bows. Like they, they're very equipped. They just look like the stuff of nightmares. So. So, ironically, these are only in Elder Scrolls Online currently as well. This is when they were introduced. But. What's kind of interesting is a lot of the Daedric Princes, as we've gone over, kind of have their cadre of minions. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, you know, these ones happen to more often than not 
attribute to this. Uh, you know, we had the scoff in last episode, which related to um Clavicus Vile, and you have like the Seekers and Lurchers that are like, oh yeah, I know those are Hermaeus Mora things and stuff like that. Interesting that Spider Kith are like the tie-in to Mafala. Mm -hmm. They're like her never, people. Yeah, they're like her. That's this is exactly this is her people. Um, but we've never seen them prior to Elder Scrolls Online. I guess we haven't had as many interactions with Mafala, but like yeah well she's one of the danger that doesn't promise it correct me if i'm wrong because you've you've played the older games more than i have yeah yeah but she doesn't promise she she's she doesn't feature prominently in any no, of the main she, she scenarios just, yeah she just has her like daedric artifact quest which you'll see in a lot of the games and stuff like that but right, no right. not off the top of my head, I can't think of anything specifically related to like a lengthy quest line right. involving her other than like, a, you know, one of the Daedric tie-in quests. Type a little of thing. side quest. But, but in ESO, she features very prominently in some of the yearly expansions. Yes, I was going to say huge, huge tie-in to uh, the Somerset uh, chapter. Right. Uh, quite, uh, you know, it's been a few years now, but really big tie-in actually um, behind me for anybody on the view. Uh, it's hard to do backwards. That one <laughs> is uh, the uh, that year there was a Mafala statue that came with uh, Somerset. So like and Mafala's chilling there with her own, you know, spider tendrils coming off. And there's little baby spiders all over the statue. They're actually rubbery. You can flick them and they fun. Uh, <laughs> OK, but uh, <laughs> this is your statue lore. Um, but. It's, I find it just kind of interesting that we've never really seen prior to Elder Scrolls Online um, her, her set of minions, essentially. It's almost weird because a lot of them are fleshed out, but I guess some of them really we still don't know a lot about. But it's why Elder Scrolls Online has actually kind of expanded the lore in a lot of regards where, OK, yeah, this is this is her set of minions. So I'm almost curious not that I don't like the art style to ESO is not what I mean, but each of the games has a very different artistic take from mm -hmm. game to game. Oh, very much. So yeah. I would really be interested to see what these might look like in a single player experience one, like just a solo one. Right. Like if we had a main quest line or a main DLC, like we did with certain other Daedric princes, you know, like Hermes Mora yeah. or uh, Sheogorath or whoever. Um, but where you have a very prominent featured setting for a good dozen hours of questing in a in a realm very specific to to them with mainline ESO uh, uh, focus asset generation. And, and this and again, this is no this isn't a dig on Zoss at all. They do an amazing job putting out new content every year and they give us hours and hours and hours of content and quests and places to go see and all sorts of crazy cool stuff. But it all is very much designed in a way where it has to be similar enough to the content they previously created. It all has to fit within the ESO aesthetic, like what you're saying. And yeah. and the limitations of that engine, which is now fairly long in the tooth. You know, the textures are only a certain quality level. Um, the number of polygons on a character, like all of that. And the fact that you're more likely going to play in third person, you're always a little bit more zoomed out from the world than playing something like Skyrim in first person. And right. so, yeah, so I would, I think it would be amazing to see like in the next mainline Elder Scrolls game to have a very, like a 4k quality, 
full team designing something around creatures like this and to see what that ends up looking like because yeah like you raise the bar again and all of a sudden you end up with like can you imagine a spider focused area that you go in with webs that you can climb on and like the creatures just crawling out of the walls at you and like ooh, all the fun like really really dedicated full release type of work for for something like this could be super right creepy. and and kind of to that end it's like there's a there's usually like a a, a framework that you go with for creatures throughout the series but outside just Elder Scrolls Online, like just, just, you know, outside the whole multiplayer anything experience, a lot of these things shift pretty drastically sometimes from game to game. They're, they're not always exactly the same, depending upon the time period, depending upon what happens sometimes. Like sometimes there's even more reasons why things look the way they do. Other times it's just like, yeah, no, these ones now just like. You know, clan fears talked in Battlespire. Clan yeah. fears don't talk to you anymore. Right. And now they look more, They, they yeah, in Battlespire, they looked a little bit less dinosaur. Now they look more velociraptor. You know, there, there's yeah, exactly. a little, there's they're, kind they're of a shift over time. creatures now than yeah. like a, a weird, like hybrid thing. Right. Um. So, yeah, no, it's just, I, I think these are a pretty fitting enemy. Like I like their addition or addition to the series. Um. I, I think these things are pretty cool as generic enemies go for like, okay, yeah, these are the under, underlings. These are the dark seducers, the golden saints, the whatevers. Um, yeah, these are, these are a decent one. They, they, they definitely match Mafala's vibe, I suppose. Cause she's spider, spider, spiders. Right. We all about that spider stuff. <laughs> what um, if, okay, so here's, here's a fun idea. Here's a crazy idea. And you know, I, I come up with some wacky ideas on occasion. We've talked about the idea of like, what if you could play a Daedra race in something like Yisa? What if they added in Dramora or Spiderkith or whatever, one of these intelligent other races? It's probably never going to happen. What if, what if somebody was to, you know how people have been working on these like full game mods yeah. of worlds what if we had a reverse elder scrolls where you picked from one of the intelligent daedric races and that was it and the main plot of the game was in some realm of oblivion where all of where like all the princes share a little piece of like almost like a continent like tamriel and but like miniaturized right so small enough for like a its own dlc or whatever but you sure. have like Spiderkith or Dramora or Zivilai or whatever. You pick your race, you end up questing through that. You like similar to some of the ESO releases where we've gone and actually seen like Daedric yes. society in realms of oblivion and like right. that the, kind of thing. I, I was going to say it's a big thing that really honestly only the novels kind of delve too much in yeah. with. Yeah. And it's but what if dealing with their society is like when they go into it, it's it's weird. Like there's this like right. But what if super it, like deathmatch cooking thing? It's like, <laughs> the hell is going on? And yeah, it's like, yeah. But what if what if all of that was presented as normal and dealing right. with mortals was like from their perspective only and I killing like, them, eating them, doing whatever is morally good in that society because that's what you're supposed to do. But, I feel like that would be a really cool one of those like. Elder Scrolls Legends spin-off things that they kind of 
aren't doing so much anymore. I mean, there are spinoffs like Elder Scrolls Castles is currently in beta and it's like, okay, well, it's Fallout Shelter, but with Elder Scrolls. Like, right, right. okay, it's a little sim builder thing that looks fun. And they had Elder Scrolls Blades and like they had Elder Scrolls Legends. I Well, actually, Legends had a couple things where it started to get kind of weird. Like their Shivering yeah. Isles expansion was like, yeah. Oh yeah, Shigora, funny. Ha huh? Actually, here's a whole bunch of really bad side effects of bipolar disorder. It's like, oh my god. Yeah, like, this, this is, is this super is messed up. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like that would be the perfect atmosphere for something like that. Or you know, you've got things like Battlespire or Redguard or Shadow Key or any of these weird spinoffs that they don't really do anymore. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like that would have been the tie. Like. If they ever did that and they were just like, yeah, this is going to make minimal profit, like probably, because <laughs> sure. it's not going to have mass appeal. It's too weird. Because well, that's why I'm thinking weird. it would be really cool as like a big mod project. That's what it's so you it's know? like a big mod project. But it's like, I don't know. I, I think I would like that because I really enjoyed the Deadlands because they treated a lot of weird stuff as normal. Yeah. Because it was like, OK, well, yeah, but you're in the Deadlands like the, you're the weird thing right. currently going on. That, so it's like if they got into it, I think that would be pretty cool. Yeah. And then um, like mortals trespassing on their land is something that's like you fight against them automatically because they're not supposed to be there. Um, you can use their blood or their souls or whatever for whatever crafting or nefarious purposes you have with quest lines. Uh, you could even take the concept of. Daedric princes are good. You're aligned with one of them, but the other ones are competition, but they're not seen so much as evil as they are just competition to the god that you worship kind of thing. Similar to the eight or nine divines being, well, I'm praying to Stendar now because Stendar is my patron saint or whatever. And the others are out there, but really Stendar is my dude, like that sort of thing. Right. Like they have that kind of perspective, which would mean that if the Adra are messing with their <laughs> their lords, then the Adra are the bad guys. Like you flip right. everything, right? Like, oh, the freaking Adra are getting in our business again, even though they don't really do a whole lot. But like, sure. there's that feeling of like, or maybe they do. Well, here's another. What if, what if the Adra don't do a whole lot on Nern, They're but are actually outside the Mundus right, area? Like, are actually more active in realms of oblivion and in subtle ways of keeping the Daedric princes at bay. And well, we just it, never it, see it or experience it. It is interesting, too, because it's another thing. I mean, I guess there are parallels where people are pretty cutthroat in real life, too. But like with how cutthroat the Daedra are against each other to further their positions, even when they're technically on the same side. Right. When the concept of death is kind of removed because they're technically like immortal for the most part, they eventually when killed respawn through this like horrific process of time and stuff like that it would also be kind of interesting because it was they could do some weird stuff from like the perspective it was like oh well yeah you know to get ahead like theoretically the correct play here is to slaughter the person who is just helping you because right, it's like right. more advantageous and it would be weird because just thinking of like it, it's a little less of a trend now but for the longest time there was the morality system in all video games oh is yeah. it good th- theoretically yeah. the bad like the self-righteous choice is the correct choice in daedric culture right. looking out for yourself time. taking so advantage like, of the people around you right when you can. so like yeah. playing the quote-unquote bad side would actually be what you're supposed to do that's why i was joking that it would be like it probably would not have mass appeal because people were like i want a bit like yeah 
people overwhelmingly play things and and relate to things that have some type of thing they can relate to. Yeah, I, I, I've seen than, stats on it. Like seventy percent of gameplay people who play games will never play the evil route right, if given the right. option. They seventy percent will just not do it. Yep. Um, now they might make choices that are a little bit more selfish or whatever while still trying to be the good guy. But sure, they sure, will sure. not but go overall, hard evil like they. Yeah, that, so like it would be weird the, to play yeah. sort of like a not necessarily overtly evil, but like very very alien like race as a project type of thing. That I, I don't know. I, that's that screams to me like an Elder Scrolls Legends game that we or an Elder Scrolls like Legends something we didn't ever get. Yeah, that, makes me that, sad cool. now. Uh, yeah, it does make me sad. But you know what? Microsoft <laughs> is in charge now, so maybe yeah, maybe they'll take the idea and run with it. I, who knows? Um, but hey, that would be fun. That's just an idea off the top of my head because I mean, you've got all the pieces there. So you kind of fill in the right. gaps and then go on a quest as a, like, what if you are the, what if you, what, what if you are the equivalent of the prisoner or whatever for the Daedra? Like for the Daedra, what if they're like, what if one of them, what if whatever race you choose and whoever you choose as your master is like potentially going to be locked away or destroyed in some way? You know, like like uh, we just found out that there was a Daedric Prince that was locked away. Right. That was the big announcement. What if something like that was potentially possible and you're the one who everything hinges on that actually saves them? Or you're born as a Skitteris and you grow into <laughs> it into a hero it's, it's like an evolution <laughs> game where you start out as just like a little bug guy yep and then as you level up you become more and more humanoid <laughs> yep oh man pick your danger path oh oh yeah you gotta suck on mortals faces in order to get Perfect. xp and that's great yeah you just yeah i was gonna say you make dark deals with them and stuff like that yeah. make sure to never get summoned because then you will lose your ability to like control yourself and all these things because you'll have to do what they say unless you can yeah. trick it back oh dude there's a totally a side quest in there somewhere where some stupid mage summons you and it's like you why wait you're not a scamp and you'd be like yeah heck no i'm not a scamp yeah like <laughs> Hey, can can you give me that soul gem real quick? Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you so much. Murder, death. Yeah. yeah. But I, I again, I, that just I don't know. That sounds like a fun little side project because again, I really like some of the weirdness they do with the Daedra. Oh yeah. Um, it's just like grounded enough that it's like oh, they're sort of demons, but they're all weird. And some of <laughs> like, them are more. Uh, some of them like. There are definitely characters, especially in ESO, that oh, yeah. are not just bloodthirsty maniacs. Oh, yeah. There's a, yeah. Like, yeah. they, you know, they're like, eh, I don't like dealing with mortals, but you know what? I'm, I'm not going to kill you right now, so the, let's talk. For currently going into the new year of Elder Scrolls Online, Torvasad isn't yeah. overtly trying to, Torvasad being the the dude from the trailer, the Dramora from the trailer, mm -hmm. in case anybody didn't play through Necrom. Yeah. Um, Oh, does not overtly what it is he is wildly apathetic to you existing he is trying to do his own thing right you're occasionally helping and sometimes in the way but, but he's, he's not, not going just going to murder get rid you. of you right it's just like okay yeah. well and at one point like I, you know at this point <laughs> zoss gave everybody the information so to some degree spoilers are kind of just a thing now but uh some of your friends get injured in dealing with him at one point and he's just like oh it's this corruption thing from this other thing if you just do this it'll it'll like help you guys out right he's not even doing it it's just like yeah i don't 
like I don't need to watch you suffer. This does nothing for me. Right, like, right. Or totally I was just working with just, those those other two yeah, on this, like, like in the so quest line. This, and now that they this. did their thing, I, I kind of don't need them anymore. I also don't really care if you live or die. But I mean, this is how you solve right, it. If so you it's want like to if you want to fix this, yeah. do this. But I'm out of here. And he like leaves. It's not like he's right. looking. To, so it's like it's it's an interesting dynamic of like a very different twist on how things are handled. Right. Like why go through the effort of murdering you if I don't have to? Because I just just don't care. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You are literally like not important, right? Yeah, no, it's it's such a cool and different perspective I I think a lot of people would probably bounce off of it, but who knows it could be fun But anyway, that was a fun little aside at the end of the show I hope you enjoyed yeah. our our look at bugs and spider things uh, Yeah, a little sub mafala episode. Um, I was gonna say it's mini mafala episode there Mini mafala. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, Lotus you have anything you want to share before we head out? Um, no, I was gonna say we just uh Recorded Tales uh, last week, got it out, and uh, this weekend, Super Bowl, so I don't know when we'll be able to actually record, so I think we'll probably end up having it like, wait, we were doing bi-weekly, and it's suddenly getting slightly faster than bi-weekly, so it's more like every nine days instead of <laughs> two weeks, so yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, more episodes of uh, UESP's Tales of Tamriel are inbound, uh, PTS is still going on, they're doing some changes in ESO, but yeah. Um, Nothing too crazy yet, it doesn't seem like. Um, very excited for new dungeons, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I've, I've been playing more ESO, getting back into it. Um, yep. Getting through a lot of Seems the content like I have Seems like a lot of people are. The influx mm-hmm. of players has been wild since the launch of that Gold Road reveal. I think pe- people are excited. People want things to be excited about. You know? Well, it's they, the 10-year anniversary. Yeah. Uh, it's a return to a lot of Oblivion area with Skingrad and stuff like that their take on spell crafting like there's a lot of stuff like it seems like this expansion seems to have a little something for pretty much everybody yeah heck even this month's uh daily rewards are right. particularly nice compared to most uh the second week of rewards is like a bunch of crates with that you get it's stuff a out of a bunch of crates um, that people like the first um, week is a bunch of what seals of endeavor the seals of endeavors which you can use to buy the stuff out of crates without spending money on right them. so, so a like, lot of people lot complain of... about like the cost of the the crates if you want to buy them and the fact that they're still randomized so you don't even necessarily yeah. get what you wanted but like the seals of endeavor you can you can grind those in the game in order to get stuff out of the crates that you specifically right. want but the fact that they're just giving away a bunch yeah in, they, they've for become logins, a login reward it's just such like, a smart no. idea so I think, yeah, to, to your point, I think a lot of that has been very appealing to people to kick off the year as well. Yeah. I hope um, they keep that up because, I mean. Yeah, well, people like that stuff. So, great. like, yeah, I, I I get to say I'm in the minority where I don't care about that stuff. Most people do. Most people, like, do. Is, most people do. Most people do. Yeah. So give that to people. Yeah. That, you like, see somebody riding around on a mount or having a really cool glowy weapon or something. You're like, oh, how yeah, do you get that? And you, know, you realize that. you can't just earn it by doing a quest oh oh, it was in a crate or something well there's still ways to get that that you don't have to spend money but oh by the way just keep logging in and we're going to get you a lot closer to that that's great just put in some type of effort so right you know yeah it's it's smart definitely seems like that this was pretty good so far yep yep all right so uh that's what's going on uh if you're into uh these shows and lore shows like this and you like games like fallout or starfield i do shows about that stuff as well and lord of the rings the lord of the rings lore cast is doing awesome all of those shows also have their own youtube channels and they're all continuing to grow and i've been trying to put more actual video content out for episodes that used to only be audio so look for that stuff if you're interested robotsradio.net for links for all of my shows and a bunch of other people on the network and uh thanks for being here we'll be back next week and until then uh try not to get let spiders 
sneak up on you when they're the size of a small car. Yeah. Wait, wait, don't get ensconced. <sighs> what was the weird word they... Oh, they, what was oh that I don't word? remember. I don't remember either. All right. Well, whatever. Stay, don't get tangled in webs. <laughs> See you next time. Bye, Thanks everybody. for tuning in to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. Check out robotsradio.net for more podcasts just like this. And join us on the Robots Radio Discord. Be part of a community of over 5,000 people who are excited about video games and so much more. Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play.